0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bite Me Podcast. We have screamed past episode 200 straight to episode 201. If you didn't see 200, though, it's well worth going back for. It's a little bit different, but uh, it was fun. You can actually watch the video if you go to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash bite
1: me podcast. It was a good time. Did you have a good time, Cole? I had a wonderful time until I was screwed over in the trivia.
0: Oh, that reminds me. I need to get Vinny and Megan... uh, both had some some had trivia
1: bucks. 100% you on could, a quiz. I'm very He's going to be upset about this for a long time. Oh, oh yeah. This is not going away.
0: <laughs> anyway, it was fun. Uh, so go check that out. I'm joined today uh, by Dylan as well. Say hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan.
1: No, Charlie I'm, Daniels was still alive. He'd be tweeting about it. <laughs> um
0: uh, rip <laughs> i guess <laughs> all right we're gonna talk about some games we've been playing uh we're gonna talk about news our news today i think can be summed up by xbox news playstation news like there, there's just two two bits of news um I Did guess something a, happen? Uh, maybe a little bit of stuff happened. Just a smidge of stuff happened. Um, I also I'm going to talk about TikTok a little bit, so we'll see see how that goes. <laughs> Have you ever been on TikTok, Cliff? I man, I've got a 13 year old son oh, who sends me 400 TikToks a day, and I'm like. These are humorous, but I got bored of them after the second one. So, yes, I have been I on see, TikTok.
1: I see all the funny TikToks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's how I TikTok. Absolutely. It's, I I'm per- an old person. I
0: preferred when that was how I TikToked as well. So, I don't know. We got some questions from Vinny, uh, Megan. We actually have two for Megan, one from Weapon Man. We've got uh, actually a lot of cheap free games considering it's kind of the end of the month. So. We'll, we'll do all that. But first, we're going to talk about what we have been playing. Dylan, what have you been playing?
2: Well, three games mostly. That is three games. Um, In alphabetical order, I played The Avengers because Vinny convinced me it was fun. Um, was Vinny and, a liar? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, okay. It is fun. Um, I also, like, after kind of, like, looking at it, I was like, well... I do like beat-em-ups and feel like that's kind of a void in games nowadays. Sure, yeah, I, like, I just want to punch and smash things, and maybe this would be cool, like I don't know, doing a grindy beat-em-up kind of thing. Um, and I think there's a lot that the game actually does do very well. Um, the lack of um, I guess facial recognition to the heroes you know isn't, <laughs> doesn't, I don't think it's very noticeable, and I think the characters themselves are actually pretty okay. Like, sure. um, I think they kind of have their own personalities, and that's done pretty well. Um, so that didn't end up bothering me at all. Um, the game did run like a steaming poo-poo for a while until this new patch that allegedly fixed over 1,000 things, <laughs> um, and it is much more stable now. Um, and it, it just would slow down at times when fighting many enemies um and this was on pc to be sure so i don't know if that was something that people experience on consoles as, as much um but it's still it's still a little bit rough sometimes but overall it's it's pretty playable um but i i was able to run it now on like high instead of low wow like skipping medium completely and like maybe it probably would run best on medium for me. Um, I don't have the the uh, most powered PC machine, but um, overall, it's all it's a little fun. I think I think the controls could be a little bit tighter. Um, comparing it to a game like the Batman Arkham games, like the fighting in those games is much better. Sure. Um, compared to this, it it. I don't know the the characters the way they move around the environments is a little i don't know a little floaty maybe um but i think overall i think it's really interesting that they have six completely different heroes that play very differently and i think that's really the draw of the game so if you're playing hulk you definitely smash if you're playing thor you kind of smash um but if you play the more nimble characters there's there's quite a bit of variety um And then you have characters like thor or iron man who can fly um but then other characters just jump really high um because they're still heroes but most of what you're doing is on the (laughs) ground so um i think that's really the draw of the game um i think it's exciting that there could be more heroes in the future except um spider-man will only be on the playstation which is uh, silly um I hopefully not forever I would I would hope um not that Spider-Man is the favorite character of mine that I would have to play um I like being the Hulk because he smash um I I think I recommend the game to people that like Marvel um I'm personally not a huge like Marvel fan by any stretch of the imagination so I I'm I still enjoyed it though and the story overall is is actually I think pretty good um, although kind of Strangely paced sure. Um, I think I appreciate that because it doesn't take you forever to get through the campaign but at the same time the actual storytelling of it is like It it moves along very quickly um, And all of a sudden you're at the end which reminds me of Jurassic Park 2 which I just watched this weekend. This is a complete tangent. <laughs> I love it. But I I watched Jurassic Park 2, or The Lost World, I guess, is the Wait, proper so the, name. the new two. No. No, the original. The two. Lost World, okay. Jurassic Park. Okay so the second one in the nineties. Sure. Never seen um, it And I realize I don't remember any of that movie, <laughs> which happens often when I've watched a movie that I saw like once when I was younger. Um, Because I've definitely seen Jurassic Park 1 and 3 more, but I know most people don't have fond memories of the second Jurassic Park movie. I didn't think it was that bad, but it moves along really fast. (laughs) Um, It's like this plot point after plot point after plot point, and then all of a sudden the dinosaurs in the United States, and it's rampaging, and then it's like what what are we watching why is this why is this happening i don't Wait, what, know what's going on one of the dinosaurs uh, gets
0: off the island
2: yeah huh. well there's it's a whole different island oh cuz there was two islands oh and is, one of them is completely overrun with
1: dinosaurs the second one has jeff goldblum right yeah it, And is he is still he is directed the main by character Spielberg? i think so and then the third one the only thing i remember about the third one sam is sam neil's back it, See, the only thing I remember about the third one is, is it had uh, the guy who played Caster Troy and Face Off in it, and I don't know why my brain remembers that.
2: <laughs> that is the that is the high point. Um, anyway, the Avengers video game is much like the Lost World Jurassic Park. How um, long do you
0: think the campaign is?
2: <sighs> Vinny said like eight hours. I think it took me longer, except it's hard to tell because... The, it'll tell you like your percentage of completion sure. and it's not accurate at all because I think it accounts for side missions which I didn't do any of because I wanted just to finish the campaign and then I can worry about doing like the because each character has their own little storyline I think so you can go do some Captain America missions and you can go do some Hulk missions that are specifically around that character sure. um, but probably I, I guess probably eight hours if your computer runs um, right
0: <laughs> yeah, see and that sounds perfect to me that's a game so, that i want to pick up for like 25 bucks on like a black friday deal and play for eight or ten hours that sounds right. perfect
2: yeah and you I, might i mean you might enjoy playing a little bit afterwards with some friends because i think that w- will be kind of fun to sure. to do beat-em-ups together kind of yeah. thing but um anyway um, now continuing alphabetical order Borderlands 3 which I'm getting back to a year later What do you th- we've been playing that a lot I really enjoy it nice. um, again I started playing it again like this game feels much different to me than the first time I played it and I think I also had trouble running it on PC when it came out a year sure. ago um
0: it's a game i keep telling myself i'm gonna get back to but i really just didn't yeah. like it very much
2: <laughs> yeah i i am very much liking it now nice. i think i just needed i don't know maybe a little bit more time to really get in the right mindset are you it playing is, it co-op I mean, it's just chaos um actually now because kate is addicted to borderlands now so we're playing it together
0: Thanks. um Because, like, I think that was actually the thing I didn't like about it. We played it co-op, and I didn't think it was a very good co-op game. I think I actually might enjoy that game more single-player or or more with like two people because we played it often with three or four, and three or four seemed like too many. I wonder if it'd be better with two. So right,
2: and I, yeah, I think to a degree, yeah, that's true because a it's chaos, Uh, yeah, but b I think unless you're all playing the the story together. And, like, because then you get into the, like, where are we even, like, are we doing missions that are actually progressing? Yeah. And I think there's a funny quirk because she started playing with me shortly after I started the game. Mm. Her third weapon slot is not unlocked, but her fourth is. Because you have to play a certain story mission to get it.
1: So she would have to go
2: back and start from the beginning and play, like two missions and then would get her third weapon slot oh. but it's like kind of weird quirks like that that's like well I guess that's I, I guess that's how it works but um it's kind of it's kind of weird um overall it's it's pretty fun but man when you're playing um split screen even on a huge oh, tv geez. yeah that's it's a lot to keep track of on yeah for, that's like the most chaotic game to try to have half of a TV to play on. Well, but, and I, I think that's the um,
0: problem with it playing multiplayer too or, or with three or four people is like it felt like it was so hard to keep everyone even in the same area. Like people right. would get separated and like two people would be over doing some other stuff and like right. we're trying to complete a mission over here and neither of us knew where we were going or yeah. you'd like drive to a place and like someone would fall off the car or you'd like leave the, I think sometimes it didn't spawn enough cars for everyone to get in a car so like someone would have to, you know, like be a gunner and then they'd like get left behind. They had to like run, back. I don't know, Know, game yeah i want to play it i really do but
2: yeah i i am very much enjoying it though but nice, i think that's awesome. i think you i think you might have more fun if you just play it by yourself yeah um because then you can can't go at your same pace because for sure i can imagine even with two people like i'm blasting ahead a lot of the time just because i yep. i know the rhythm of borderlands so yep. it's like i'm i loot and run and blah 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 but if you have four people, like someone is going to be behind or they go see something shiny over there or they're trying to check the stats on their new weapons. and uh, Absolutely. Um, anyway, um, I think I briefly mentioned it before, but playing the Tony Hawk remaster is uh, exactly how all remastered games should be um, for so many reasons. It is the most impressive thing I have seen in a long time. That's for them awesome. to completely recreate a 21-year-old game. Um, this first one came out in 99 and the second one in 2000, and they remastered both of them. Um, why I think this is a perfect example of how to remaster games is, A, it's completely re- like redone. So it's not just let's kind of sharpen up these graphics. It's like the characters yeah. actually have fingers now, for example, <laughs> um, and and everything looks better. While it's not maybe the most impressive graphically but it it does look very good um but like just little details like there are certain things you couldn't do in the first game like reverts or manuals um if you're not familiar with skateboarding like like when you're just riding on two wheels instead of all four that's a manual sure and it that's what allowed that's kind of how the Tony Hawk games allow you to do combos, so you do one trick and then you revert down a ramp and go into a manual, and then you can jump onto a grind rail. So you're c- continuously doing tricks to score points. So that's the whole premise of the game, kind of sure. to get high combos. Um, but the first game didn't allow you to do that. So in this remaster, they've taken those those mechanics from the second game and retroactively put them into the game so it's not just that you're playing the first game you're playing the first game how it was optimally in the second game because i think like the level design in the first game is great but it just missed those key things that they added in the second game that made that one of the highest rated i think it's still one of the highest rated games on like metacritic of all time um because i think it it it's strange too because the uh the mechanics still feel good because it's the same game Honestly, and it's it's amazing that twenty-one year old gameplay holds up just as good today as it was like two decades ago. It's it's truly That's cool. it's truly wild almost. Because it, it, it feels exactly the same. It just looks like it's 2020 now. Um so I recommend that to anyone who has enjoyed any of those games in the yeah. past. And even if you are passingly interested for $40, it's, it's a
0: steal for sure. Yeah. That's, that's definitely one I want to try. Cause I did yeah. love the old ones. Did you, did you read about the, uh, I read about this this week, actually um, about how they renamed the, the mute grab in Tony Hawk. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. So like, and I, I, do not skateboard, so I do not know what a mute grab really? is. No, yeah, I mean, I have been on a skateboard, but I do not skateboard. How many years? Uh, since? Let's see, I'm 42, so probably at least at least 28, 30? but probably 30. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, but apparently, it was named after that because it was a dude who Tony Hawk used to skate with, who um, was actually mute. Mm-hmm. um and so like he did this cool trick and they're like yeah who did it They're like oh that quiet mute guy and so they called it a mute grab and like as they were redoing this game they're like maybe that wasn't cool yeah. <laughs> and so they actually like he actually got in contact with the dude and asked him and they, so now if you're in that game they call it like the, the grab. weddle grab yeah. yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah, that was yeah so. Cool.
2: That's when you grab the front part of your board by the toes when doing a trick. So that's it's grabbing mute, um, but now they're calling it Weddle, which is great. But that's that's the really interesting thing about skateboarding too is because it's a very relatively fresh thing that has really only existed since the 70s. But yeah. the 80s and 90s is when all these tricks were invented. So they all have really wacky names or they're named after people yeah. in like really specific ways, like that. Which is it's it's kind of fascinating.
0: I think that's really cool. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I need to pick that up. Do you want to talk about what you've been playing, Cole? The oh. ginormous list.
1: Oh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go through some of it. All right. Uh, played a little bit of The Blob. Um, then my kid got scared of The Blob, and now I'm not playing The Blob anymore. So yeah, that's there's... how having children works. It's weird. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh yeah, I, I Oh my know.
2: cat loves Claptrap when he moves across the loading screen. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll what? chase it and then it disappears and then she's like, What? <laughs> and then it comes back on the other side of the screen and then she sees it and then and it's it's absolutely hilarious. My
0: kid loved Claptrap when I played
1: Borderlands three. I love claptrap. Claptrap is absolutely the best part of Borderlands. Like yes. hands down. Um, then I played Hotshot Racing, which was a racing game. Well, it's a new uh, Game Pass that, game. Yeah, that just hit Game Pass. And, uh, it's okay. I sure. don't know. I played it for about an hour. It's a racing game that's, like, kind of cell-shaded. So, I guess if you like racing games, go for it. It's free. Um, it's free on Game Pass. Um... So then I played Toy Box Turbos because I needed something that wouldn't frighten my child, and why not? What's um, this?
0: You're going to have to give me some background on this one.
1: It is an Xbox 360 game, and it is like uh, the old Micro Machine games, actually. Oh, I love those um, games. Where you're racing on, like, miniaturized... Yeah, over books, and yeah, in yeah. Like, your room, and in the kitchen, and... Yeah. And it is very fun until I got to the third level boss, in which Wait, it's a racing game with bosses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. You you do so it's got seven levels and like there's I think five mini levels inside those levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like two of them will be just like you're racing against other people. One of them will be like you have to beat it in a certain amount of time. Then there's like I don't know. Water's chasing you around the track and you can't let the water touch you. And then another one that's like, you have to, like, pass a certain amount of people. So there's, like, different things to do sure. in the game. Looks pretty good um, for a 360 game, too. Yeah. And it's really fun. And then I got to the third boss and um, almost threw my controller through the TV screen <laughs> um, because. My one complaint about it is there are some AI issues. Wow. And it's that it does not want you to really win. Um not not that it doesn't want you to win, it just doesn't want you to like dominate win it sure. seems. Um the third boss literally there's like, you know, op- not obstacles but like uh hazards. Sure. And it would be where like it would start me off, and the hazard would be right in front of me, and there was literally nothing I could do to, like, not just go through it. That sucks. Um, or the boss would go straight through it, and it wouldn't affect him at all. Mm. Um, and the way that you beat the bosses is you have to like either, because you get like kind of weapons occasionally. So you've, you're basically trying to get farther off, like, get the screen, get them off the screen. And the problem with that is, is if you're at the front of the screen and they're at the back of the screen, you can't see anything that's coming up. Um, so if there's a turn, you're uh, not going to see it if they're at the back of the screen. That sucks. The problem with that is, too, is if the roles are reversed, it doesn't affect the AI at yeah, all. Yeah, because they know They what's know coming. exactly where the... Yeah, they know what's coming. Yeah. And so it got to the point where, like, I would be almost there, but I would miss a turn because I couldn't see it coming. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like memorize the track and then play it, and so it just got very, just. I was not. That's happy. no fun. Yeah, and so I stopped playing that. I may go back to it. I may not. Um, I played. I don't know how to say this game. Sinmora. Signmora. Probably. I think sign is what I could what be I would have said. Yeah. It is really awesome. Really? Um, Tell me about it. Yeah. It is another 360 game that was on, I think, like, Games of the Gold, I want to say at some point. Um, I wanted a, like, a bullet hell shmup kind of thing. Sure. Because I really like those games. Same. Um, And this was in my Games of the Gold, so I started playing that. And it's a side-scrolling one, not a horizontal one. Interesting. Um, And it's got, like, a really cool art style where it's, you're, like, cyberpunk and i don't know your animals there's a story i didn't care because i do not go into a bullet hell shmup with like what's this story (laughs) um played it for a couple it's like a three hour game and i played it for probably two hours and got to a point like this there was this one point where you kind of have to go through these tunnels but if you touch the side you blow up oh And I finally made it through, and it was like, oh, you know, you you get, like, eight tries. um, Like, you're on your eighth life. I'm like, okay, whatever. Because the game also crashed, or something happened where, like, I'd already died, like, three times. So I went from, like, I had, like, five lives left. But I restarted the game, came back, had eight lives. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem at all then. And uh, did that. Made it through. Made it, like, another two levels. And, you know, had one life left and had to go through another like tunnel thing and died. Oh. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll just restart that level." Nope, it's one of those games where you get 8 tries and then you start over. No. Oh. And despite it only being like 3 hours, I don't want to replay. No. Like, here's the thing. If I'm playing it on hard or whatever, fine. I'll, you know, use that. But if I'm playing it on, like, there's no easy, so normal, yeah. don't make me replay the entire no. game. Just let me beat it. No. I'm not. I, like, like I said, even though it's only three hours, I'm not going to play it again. I just kind of. I was, you know, looking for a game that I could get through and. Yeah, I don't know. I hate that. It's that thick. sounds
0: interesting, to you too. Uh, there is a new version of it as well. Yeah,
1: it's Signora X. EX, yeah. Or yeah. Um, so you know, if you have it on Game pa- or uh, Games with Gold, give it a try because it's like a it's a very interesting looking it's game gorgeous. and it, it's fun. There's some kind of cool mechanics. You don't have a health bar. It's all done with time. Oh. Um, so like, if you say kill a bad guy, you get like say three seconds added to your clock. Um, if you get hit, you might get five seconds taken off. Interesting. And so your health bar is that timer. Um
0: That's cool. That sounds really fun. Yeah,
1: yeah the uh, EX version
0: looks just to be like a remastered
1: version. Yeah. That,
0: so but it's available on the PlayStation and the Xbox and the Switch. So
1: then I played Tiny Trooper Joint Ops on a Switch. Because I got it for $3. I've already beaten this game on the Vita (laughs) and very much enjoyed it. It's kind of a, I will go very light twin stick shootery kind of thing where you play as um, a bunch of army guys and you've got to do various things. And it's just real fun and you don't have to really think too hard about it. The one thing I will say about it that I'm running into that I don't think happened on the Vita that I've run into the Switch, there's been a couple times where I've gotten stuck. Um, on levels, like, literally stuck, um, where my guys cannot move anymore. Uh, and a couple times it's been real bad, because one of them was there was a tank nearby. <laughs> and you can't run if you're just stuck in a mountain. And it killed me. problem with that is is that you, it's a game where every time you beat a level, your guy levels up. Yeah. But if they die, it's a permadeath. And so when they level up, they get, you know, like higher, say, HP or whatever, you know, can do more damage. Um, And so if they die, you have to start over with a new character who will not do that. And I am okay with that, but there has been twice where my entire team has wiped and it's just no. been because I've gotten stuck in something. That's lame. Um, or th- there's been a couple times where I've just walked over landmines because on the t- smaller screen, and I don't know, again, I don't know. I don't remember this being a problem on the Vita, but I just completely don't see the landmines. Um, I think I either think they're rocks or something and walk over them and my entire team gets wiped. and I'm like, cool, Yeah. but it's, it's a fun game. Yes. Yeah. You know,
0: it's on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox one as well. So. Yep,
1: it is. It's normally like 10 bucks. Yeah, it's 10 bucks um, on the Xbox.
0: It's not bad. It looks fun. Yeah. It looks real fun.
1: And then I played Mars Power Industry. Now tell um, me about this, because I keep asking you to tell me about it, and you keep, like, avoiding me. I, I don't know why. It's weird. It, it is a very fun game. Um, it is a puzzle game in which you... It's supposed to be, like, a kind of puzzle game... With 2001 uh, themes. Sure. Where you go to Mars and, you know, find kind of alien life kind of thing. But basically all it is is, I don't know if they're houses or what they are, but you've got to get power to them and you get five moves. Every level will only be five moves. Um, And you've got to get power to the however many little... It's like your settlers. uh, Yeah, settlers kind of thing. And so, you know, you... You know, some of them go sideways, some of them go in front, uh, and that's how you get power. And there's, you know, obstacles, so you've got to kind of figure out how to do that to get them, uh, power. And I like it's kind of difficult to explain. I will say one, it's four dollars. Just go buy it. It looks um, interesting. I'm Apparently, the video it's out. on iOS and it's or iOS and Android, and it's two dollars, so you can just buy it there, too. Um, it's on Steam, and I'm assuming it's also very cheap there. Uh, and it's real fun, and there's seventy eight main levels and then a bunch of little levels, and I made it forty eight <laughs> levels in and just could not beat one puzzle. but i don't I couldn't remember what level I was on. And so I'm like, well, I need to restart this level so I can see what level it is. So I can, like, see if there's a, a you know, like, a walkthrough or something. Because I, I just kept trying it. And it is kind of cool in that you can try it as many times as you want. You can, There's only five moves that you can do. But, like, let's say you screw up. You just hit B, and it'll just reset your last move. So there's no, like, real punishment to, like, you know, that kind of thing. But I needed to restart the actual level. And so I was kind of looking at it, and I see... You know, you hit start, and one of the options was reset progress. I'm like, okay, well, that'll just probably reset my level. So I hit reset progress, and it does, it says three, and so I hit reset progress again, and it goes to two, and do it again, one, and hit reset progress, and it just takes me straight to the main screen. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then I start the game, and it just puts me back on level one. And Cliff was there I was and on the he phone. can attest test in... I said he, a few
0: bad words. He was a delight and would never say a bad word. He was he was a, the a picture of decency and restraint.
1: I do not understand why that is in a game. Right. Like, literally, what is the point of like, well, I made it like 60 levels. Better restart the game. <laughs> Why is that an option? Like, I can see like, hey, go to your, you know, like main thing and there's like a delete this profile or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Why in the start menu is there the option to just delete your entire game and start over so weird. with no, like, there's not like a, hey, this will, you know, start you over from level one kind of thing nothing just it's just a countdown so funny so you have no idea what that countdown is um so about 2 hours later after i had stopped swearing i <laughs> went back and started it over um and then made it to level 4 and i'm like well maybe i missed something maybe you can actually like hit that reset progress and like then maybe because i found that there's another you can actually see what level you're on if you hit select and i'm like well maybe i can actually go to that level if i you know don't restart nope you reset progress just takes you back (laughs) to the start no way to get back to where you are um but i beat it it is very good like i said spend four dollars buy it it's a very if you like puzzle games it's very good it looks like a good
0: any um, iOS game, too. Like, I think I would yeah. definitely try it And there.
1: it's, like, like, it's just real chill. And I think it's, like, four hours long if you don't restart halfway through. So, it's good. If you don't. St- <laughs> oh, love it. I will say that there's one thing that I wished. Uh, Xbox has the superior store. Um, not because it's good, but because PlayStation and Nintendo Switch's stores are just Dog poop. Yeah, they're real bad. Um, I mean, like, I'm not saying that Xboxes is is great. I'm just saying comparatively, it's better. Um, but one thing I wish that you could do is that's an idea at Xbox game. I really wish you could like somehow, just I want to see all idea at Xbox games because quite often a lot of the idea at Xbox games I played I really liked, and I would like just a here's a list, and and I think the problem with idea at Xbox games is they don't
0: get. Often, like the kind of I don't want to say fanfare because that's not exactly what I want to say, but you you don't necessarily read about them everywhere. You don't. You know the only
1: the only reason I found out about this game is I follow ID at Xbox on Twitter. Yeah, and that's how I saw it. And even that doesn't always work. But yeah, every year Dylan and I go to the ID at Xbox thing
0: uh, the day before PAX. Let me except for this year, I guess. And I always play a ton of cool games that I'm like, oh, I really want to play that when it comes out. And I assume they all come out eventually or like yeah. I'll run across it like six months later and go like, oh, hey, that game came out six months ago. Like it's, it's disappointing because they're, they're just so good.
1: They used to all be on or not all, but there was like a pretty big amount of them on uh, Game Pass. And yep. I think there's actually their own section. And now I'm not seeing that. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool. I would definitely like to. Well, and I think they've released. I mean, they hit a thousand games released already at Xbox like yeah. earlier this year. So it's not like there's four of them. It would be nah. be cool. So, all right. Uh, I'll talk briefly about uh, what I've been playing. Um, still playing. <laughs> I forgot that you haven't even talked. That's all right. I played a lot of games. It's okay. Um, I played a little more Divinity: Original Sin, and by a little more, I mean I put like another seven hours into it, and I'm still an innumerable number of hours away from finishing it, but that's fine. Um, But I also started playing Hades, um, which went into early access, I'm going to say a year ago. Like Dylan's already beaten it in early access. Um, And I bought it probably like seven months ago because it was one of those things where I had like a $10 off deal and it was super cheap on sale. And so I picked it up for like, 10 bucks or 15 bucks and it's normally like a $25 game but I didn't want to play it because I knew like their early access was like we're adding content it wasn't just like hey we're we're refining gameplay it was like beating the game a year ago is completely different than beating the game today there's more bosses there's more areas more all this stuff so um, I waited and so it finally hit 1.0 late last week early this week some point in time relatively soon and man that game is so good it's it it probably mixes like I don't like roguelites. I really don't. Um, but it mixes probably my two favorite of them, um, which is uh Oh man, I love that game so much I can't remember the name of it. Um De- uh, Dead Cells. uh no, Dead Cells and um Children of Morta kind of together. And so it's got like the kind of like super quick actiony feeling of dead cells where you're doing a lot of like rolling and jumping not jumping but rolling and dodging and and like i mean you have a i don't even know what they call it but like essentially where you just like zip forward um and you can power that up so like i can zip twice now um a ton of different weapons you can unlock but like the thing that kind of got me bummed out about um dead cells was that like that game very quickly to me felt like a the role you get on any particular trip through it is what defines whether you're going to be successful or not. And this doesn't yeah. feel that way. Um, but the thing I really liked about children of Morda is that children of Morda did a really good job of like using the rogue light format to tell a story. And so that's how this does every time you die. Um, so I guess to take it a step back, you are the son of Lucifer, like the, the, the classical Greek devil. Um, like it's all based in Greek mythology. You are his son and you are trying to escape from hell because you want to go live on Mount Olympus with all of the other gods. Um, and so like you, you know, it's traditional roguelite. It's all, um, randomly generated, you know, you, you play it different every time, but like what the power ups you get in the game are all given to you by the gods. So you'll go into the game and like Poseidon will drop you a power up and the cool thing about it, though, is like those power ups are random, but you actually level your character up every time you go through and you keep some of those levels so you can um, get more powerful stuff. You can, like I said, like I can zip twice now. Um you can like level up all sorts of different weapons. You can unlock all sorts of different weapons. And I don't know if one weapon is necessarily more powerful than another, but they let you play in a bunch of different ways. So like the first thing you get is a sword. and You have a sword and you can slash at it and you know, whatever. Um, And then you unlock, like, a bow and arrow. So a bow and arrow plays entirely different than a sword. And then you get a spear, which, like, has, like, kind of some sword stuff to it where you can kind of stabby stab. But it also has a, like, you can throw it like the axe in God of War where you throw it and then you call it back. And then there's, like, a shield that is, like, way more, like, bashing and hitting stuff with the shield. And then... um seems like I've unlocked one other weapon too, but the moral of the story is, is every time you die, your character is getting a little bit better, which is how I think every roguelite in the entire world should work, where you're keeping those upgrades. It's not just luck. It's not just anything. It's that you are physically getting better. And so I can actually, like I can consistently get to the first boss now. I haven't beat her yet, but I even, even how it works now, like the first time I beat her, she killed me almost instantly. Um, And now I'm getting to her with most of my, my primary health and I have like a, a 50% health refill when I die. And so it went from like her killing me instantly to me getting to fight with her long enough to understand how her strategies work. And like, I almost killed her the last time I played. So it's a, yes, you are going to play the same like procedural level over and over and over again. But every time you die, you're getting a little bit more of the story. You go in and you talk to Achilles, you go in and talk to, um, the person you thought was your mom. you can go to like the like Hades bar and hang out and talk to people and you can buy stuff with the things that you find in, um, you know, the levels. it's it's very, very, very good. Um, like the kind of the kind of reputation, I guess, that it's getting on Twitter right now, like people on Twitter love it, but that like it's this kind of weird like this got this kind of weird thirst trap thing going on too where all the gods and goddesses are just like super hot too um, and their voice actors are all really good and like I don't I don't know if that's <laughs> why I would play it but like like but if that's what gets you but if that's what word, gets you it into is. it like there are a lot of people on Twitter that are just saying Hades is incredibly horny so like it's it's, it's a good 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 game if you if you like roguelites it's something you will like and even if you don't love roguelites I think you might like this one. one, Yeah, yeah. it's probably the best one I've played so far. Um, It's made by the same people who made like Bastion um, and Transistor Transistor and Pyro, I think was their last one, I think. Um, Super, super giant games, I want to say. So Mm -hmm. it's got like really, really good music too. It's it's just, it's really good. Um, I I don't know if you
2: explicitly said this. Um, I might have missed it. But one of the the key things I think that helps it also be just a little bit better than other games like that is that you get a choice of the power-ups that you're gonna get um so rather than getting a random power-up that is exactly the opposite of what you're trying to build you kind of can say okay that one fits me better than that one or i really like this one so having just a little bit of agency over the path that you take, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, you you
0: get to choose what type of... Like, you get to choose your weapon every run, which is very nice. And then, yeah, Dylan's right. Every time you get one of those, like, Gift from the God power-ups, there's one of three choices. Like, it'll give you more power on your super, or it'll give you more power on your dash. Dash, dash is the word I've been looking for this entire time. Yeah. Um, like zip. Yeah, like yeah. what's that thing called? I'm like, a zip over there. Um, you know, and so you get that choice. But then also you can actually buy power-ups in the level too, so you can actually spend money to buy power-ups. Like, um, what's his name, Cerberus? No, Cerberus is the dog. Um, who's the guy that takes you across the River Styx? Um, um, Ted? Yeah, Ted. Um, Oh man. I know, right? I can't remember his name, but oh, the man. the boatman of the River Styx is actually the guy who runs the shop in this game. So like you you'll run across him and there's a couple other like weird little like item vending machines that you can buy stuff out of too. So Sharon. Sure. there you go. It's really good though. I've really I've really enjoyed playing it. And it is also the kind of game that at least when you're starting out, like I assume that you'll get, I'll get to the point eventually where my runs are a half hour long or 45 minutes long or an hour long. But I'm like for the first probably bunch of runs you're going to do, your runs are only going to be like 5, 10, 15 minutes long. So like it's a game that I can sit down and play for 15 minutes, do one run, feel like I actually accomplished something and then just, you know, go on to something yeah. else. So it's really good. I you hope.
2: Make me really want to play it more. God, it's good. I man. haven't played it since that early access build, and they've added so much yeah. since then. Because I think they only had three worlds and three bosses yeah. when I played. Um, but when I finished that third boss, and they're like, there's more game coming i was like oh i can't wait (laughs) it's really fun i haven't really gotten around to playing it i really
0: hope that the next thing they do is release it on the xbox and the PlayStation because i think it would be really good on both so right now it's only pc i believe but it's it's very good so uh, a couple of little housekeeping things before we get is it on switch you know i think it might actually be on switch too actually you might be right now that you say that
1: Looks like it is because I. I've, yeah, it's yeah, Nintendo it Switch
2: and and uh, PC. PC and Mac.
1: Yeah, I, was, I swear, as I was looking through the store, and I'm like, I swear, I saw it in the store on Switch. I, like,
0: it would be a fine game to play on the Switch, um, probably on your TV. I think that that might be. I guess your mileage may vary. That seems like it would be a hard game to play. It's it's pretty precise and a lot of button pushy stuff, but. So, so maybe I don't know. We'll see. Um, and it's not an, on. It. It's actually not on Steam. It's That's actually his, it's his task. Yeah, it's uh, actually on the Epic Store. I forgot that was one of the the Epic exclusives. So right. can't get it on Steam. Have to get it on Epic. So uh, anyway, next up, uh, bite me. Or I'm sorry, we are bite me. Extra life is what we're talking about. We kicked off our extra life, uh, kind of month to extra life on episode 200. Um, Our game day this year, or game weekend, I suppose I should say this year, is going to be October 17th and 18th, so that's a little more than three weeks away. We are already doing pretty good on fundraising, actually. We, as of right now, are at $722 out of our $6,000 goal, which is probably better than where we stood last year um, three weeks out. So that's very cool. If you want to join our team, which I highly, highly, highly recommend you do um, because it's a lot of fun and we're going to figure out a bunch of games we can all play together online so it's definitely going to be kind of a team effort uh you can go to bite me slash extra life and uh join our team there if you'd like to donate to our team like i said we're trying to raise six thousand dollars currently we're at 722 which puts us at 391 like we're the 391st top raising team right now which is pretty cool uh, you can go to the same link go to extra life uh sorry bite me podcast.com extra life and you can make a donation there so uh like i said we've done it this is what the this will be the third year we've done extra life i want to say does that sound right yes it's a great time
2: every year we except last year doesn't really count why doesn't last year count remember all the
0: problems oh yeah i forgot yeah it got it was only got like got half, half last a year, year. Yeah.
2: like it, i mean yeah we still did it it was fun but it was almost it was, it was kind almost of disheartening yeah. like it, it was a really big bummer for sure even though I mean, there's still a bunch of people that supported, and that's awesome, but yeah. it, like, you, you build up all that hype for that day, and then it came around, and it was like, what, really? Someone's going to do this? You know, that's actually,
0: like, so the actual like official day is actually November 7th, and I didn't really think about the other advantages of us going a little bit early, is that we won't have to deal with that, hopefully. <laughs> so
2: Right, exactly. The, it, someone doesn't plan on you doing it. Uh, a month and a half before a good, or whatever it, whatever it is that is so. a good point i
0: don't know we may we may still do something on the 7th too we'll have to see but uh it, it it's going to be fun so like i said go to bite mepodcast.com/extra life uh join our team donate to our team we would appreciate it either way uh other thing i want to talk about real quick is our delightful patreon uh, followers. Um, you can go to bite me. I'm sorry. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to find out more about how you can support us via Patreon. It helps pay for things like say this video chat thing that me and Colby and Dylan are actually recording on right now. Um, it also donated $150 uh, to our Extra Life campaign. We talked about it earlier in the year about donating uh, our March and April revenue from Patreon to uh to extra life. And i actually made that payment yesterday. So some of that 750 or $722 is actually uh, donations from our Patreon. So thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to read off of our, uh, our, our, producer level Patreon folk right now. This is John Tippins, Austin Palmer, and Alan Schulte. All of them donate at the $10 a month uh, producer level, which we really appreciate. It really is, uh, right now, the majority of what is actually paying for uh, the production of this podcast. So thank you for your contributions, and thanks to everyone who uh, supports us via Patreon. It really does mean a lot and helps us, you know, to keep things running while we are here. <sighs> All right, so we're now two hours into our podcast, and it's Woo! time for Dylan news. So, like, it's been it's been an interesting yeah. One week. Oh God, I, I love Bare Naked Ladies, I really do. <laughs> I I mean, both the band and just Bare Naked Ladies—they're both great. Um, this is an interesting news week because if a couple of things hadn't happened, there would have been no news. Like there was, this This was shaping up to be one of those podcasts where we come in and we're like, hey guys, we have 15 questions from the audience because there was no news. But luckily, um, some stuff happened. And by some stuff, I mean, we woke up, let's see, today's Wednesday, so we woke up Monday morning to find out that Microsoft had made the biggest video game studio acquisition of all time, kind of just out of nowhere. Like this didn't get leaked. There was no, I mean, as of a week ago, everyone was making a really, like there was all these rumors that Microsoft was buying Bungie. Like it was everywhere that Microsoft was buying Bungie. They did not. Instead, they stepped it up a few notches and bought What everyone is saying is that they bought Bethesda, but what they really did is they bought ZeniMax, the studio that owns Bethesda. So this is a $7.5 billion deal, um, which in case you're wondering is about what, like almost two Star Wars, three Star Wars,
1: right? Oh, oh uh, It's about two Star Wars. I was trying to think. I'm like, they gross. Like about one point three. So you're way off. Yeah, yeah. Cliff. yeah. No, this is this is it's, what Disney paid
0: yeah, twice 4 what. Billion. Yeah,
1: twice what Disney paid. They two, got that for a steal. <laughs> it's though. a very good deal. I do not disagree. Got, I think they paid four billion for Marvel as well. Yeah. So it's a Marvel and a Star Wars,
0: which is. Either way, it's a lot of money seven point five billion dollars.
1: Um, the purchase. I of- will never get tired of telling the story that Sony could have bought Marvel for twenty million back <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine and didn't. Oh man, they got the. That's how they. Ha- that's why they have the rights to uh, Spider Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that they they declined Marvel, but they're like, yeah, we'll take Spider Man and X Men. Yikes! Um, <laughs> for twenty million dollars, <laughs> I would have took a loan out. <laughs>
0: uh the actually the this is supposed to close uh second half of 2021 so it is not done yet but it's not expected to not close like there's no there's no reason that it wouldn't um i I do want to go back a little bit and just say again this is a cash deal this is microsoft writing a check for 7.5 billion dollars that's not stock that's not anything that's microsoft
1: digging deep into their couch cushions um can i say one more crazy thing yes so before Disney uh, bought all of the stuff that they just bought, Fox. Yeah. Do you know who was going to buy that before them? Microsoft, Comcast. Really? They offered them sixty-five million dollars or sixty-five billion dollars cash. Wow.
0: Yeah, so next time you look at your cable bill, cash <laughs> offer that's why. Uh, apparently, Microsoft has actually been pursuing this deal for over two years. Like it almost happened a couple years back. So this is this is not some sort of weird like, well, just you know, Bungie told us no, so we went and asked you know <laughs> Bethesda. <laughs> um, we got turned down for buying TikTok, so <laughs> we bought Bethesda instead.
1: <laughs> we got all this money, guys. What should we do with it?
0: Want to buy ZeniMax? Yeah. Yes. So, like, I've brought this up on this podcast before. Anytime we start talking about console wars, um, you know, that that the war is only in our head. Like, Sony beating Microsoft is really only, to some degree, because Microsoft either doesn't care or allows them to, to do so. To put this into perspective, Microsoft just paid $7.5 billion for a s- single studio. Between... 2013 and 2019, Sony only profited $8.8 billion. So if if you've ever wondered about what the difference is between a Microsoft and a Sony, it's that Microsoft can pull $7.5 billion out. And according to everything I've read, they don't even think they're, they, they literally sold to to their investors. Now, this isn't even going to be a blip. Like, it's, it's $7.5 billion, and we don't expect it to have any impact whatsoever on our cash flow. And Sony's barely made that in the last six years. <laughs> that's the difference between those two companies. Anyway, um, if you're wondering what Xbox now owns, they own Bethesda Game Studios, who've made some small games like The Elder Scrolls, which has been sold on every system that's been out in the last 10 years and is probably coming to ps5 and xbox series x for no reason that i understand but i'm sure will happen um they've also made a small game called fallout which you may have heard of and they're making a small game called starfield which may come out eventually um i i I have also heard that as of very recently starfield was being um positioned to be a ps5 exclusive um, or at least a timed exclusive so guess not anymore um they also own ID Software, makers of small games like Doom, and Quake, and Rage. Actually, they don't make Wolfenstein. I thought they did. Nope uh, machine gun Machine Games, which they also Makes now Wolfenstein. own. <laughs> it's yeah, Wolfenstein. I'm, I'm like, I know it's a Bethesda game. <laughs> um, they own Arcane Studios, who is making Dishonored, Prey. Uh, Deathloop, which is a timed PS5 exclusive, which is kind of weird because Microsoft is now publishing it. (laughs) Um, And we'll Well, be... Demon's Souls 3. Yeah, and uh, we'll be actually... They've infiltrated uh, the enemy. (laughs) They actually, that that is still a timed exclusive on the PS5, so it... uh it won't come to Xbox immediately, but the good news okay. is, is when it does come to Xbox, well, we'll get to that. Uh, they own Tango Gameworks, who make The Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is also a PS5-time exclusive. Um, they own Alpha Dog, who makes a bunch of games I've never heard of, Wraithborn and Monstrosity, colon, Rampage. So I, I don't know if that's good or not. We'll see. Put it, you put another colon in there and that's a Warhammer game. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, they also own a, a studio called Roundhouse Studios, which is a new studio that is making an unannounced game. So uh, Phil Spencer says that with the addition of Bethesda, Microsoft will grow from 15 to 23 creative studio teams and will be adding Bethesda's iconic franchise to Xbox Game Pass. This includes Microsoft's intent to bring Bethesda's future game into Game Pass the same day they launch on Xbox Jeez. or PC. So. So what we're saying is The Elder Scrolls 6 on Game Pass, Fallout 5 on Game Pass, Starfield on Game Pass, Doom,
1: whatever the next one is, Game Pass. Probably. But I mean, also, you know, Skyrim, Game Pass, Fallout, you know. The thing is, too, is, hey, everyone who really wanted Fallout New Vegas 2, they now own both of those studios. They own Obsidian and uh, Bethesda. Is it, yeah, I I didn't know if it was Bethesda that did that yeah, yeah. but they own both those studios yep. so they
0: they essentially own Western RPGs now like mm-hmm. there is not a Western RPG that is being made by a company effectively um, outside of CD Projekt Red that which is weird because obviously they're in Poland but you get the idea yeah. um, that is not owned by Microsoft right now and every single game that Is coming out by this company will be on game pass um i was talking to uh and 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 honestly that's that was the plan like microsoft made this purchase to make game pass a thing that people cannot not own um So uh, Matthew Canterman on Twitter said, remember Microsoft buying ZeniMax Bethesda is still all about Game Pass. At a 7.5 billion acquisition price, if they can sign up 10 million more Ultimate subs because of all the new games, the deal pays for itself in four years. So it's a big deal. Um, Another thing that I did not know about, but I was actually listening to Mansox, his uh, live stream yesterday. um, Sorry, Hans. Um co-host friend of the show uh one of the guys in his that he plays with um fancy no it was not fancy lad it was mad dog that's that's his other buddy right yeah i believe so uh mentioned that in addition to getting a bunch of games microsoft also purchased the marketing rights for all bethesda games so every doom t-shirt every fallout t-shirt every you know, plushy, every sticker, every everything, Bunko Pop, every pop, every everything, Microsoft gets a cut of that now. And, like, if you've seen what they've done with Minecraft, like, it's, it's weird to think, like, when my kid was super into Minecraft before Microsoft bought them, you couldn't get Minecraft merch. Like, it was really, really, really hard to find, like, to the point of where my kid wanted a Minecraft lunchbox. And my wife actually painted one for him because we couldn't buy one. And now, like, if you throw a rock, you'll hit something that's Minecraft-themed. So Microsoft is also getting all of that money. Um, All the special editions, all the collector's editions, every statue, every everything. Microsoft gets a cut of that. So, not bad. Um, The big question is, obviously, how this impacts PlayStation. Because that's a whole lot of games that potentially could not come to playstation phil spencer again says that uh bethesda games will appear on non-xbox consoles on a case-by-case basis um Interestingly enough, though, he is quoted a couple months ago as saying this, which I think is actually a really good quote. I would not actually be shocked if we didn't read this on the podcast when he said this. I find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is to lock people away from being able to experience exclusive games. Or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day that I want them to go buy it in order to take in what gaming is about. Gaming is bigger than any one device. So... Not to say that Phil Specter or Phil Spencer, Phil Specter, different guy. All the sound. <laughs> that Phil Spencer is the, who gets to make that decision. But I would be, with the way Xbox has been doing things lately, I would be very, very surprised if these games are anything more than timed Xbox exclusives. It would be very dumb of of Microsoft to not take 30 percent of 70 dollars for every new one of these games but the difference is is that every time a playstation person has to buy that game for 70 dollars someone at xbox is getting that game for free and that is a a massive
1: massive difference so
0: we'll see um like i said xbox i
1: I literally think they just want game pass money i think so too i absolutely think they do I think people went like, "Oh, well, so does that mean I can just get Game Pass for PC and I can play all the Elder Scrolls games like Day and Date, and I don't have to buy them anymore?" And it's like, "Yes, yes. yeah." That's <laughs>
2: that's the point.
1: And I mean, like they think that they like got one on on like Microsoft, like they didn't like figure that one out, like well. And I think the thing the is, fast one.
0: is with them adding this NEA access to Game Pass, you could probably easily raise the price of Game Pass another five bucks, and no one would even blink. I'd pay twenty bucks a month. Absolutely okay. pay twenty bucks a month. Absolutely. Um like I said though, they are gonna honor the PS timed exclusivity for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, but the great thing is is when that exclusivity is up, it'll come to Game Pass and they'll be free. Yay! Because I actually really wanted to play both those games and I did not want to pay for either of them. Um From the Bethesda side of things, Bethesda's uh, senior vice president of global marketing, Pete Hines, says we're still working on the same games that we were yesterday made by the same studios we've worked with for years. And those games will be published by us, which is an interesting thing to say. So I don't think anyone's clarified that yet whether Bethesda will still be publishing games or whether these will be part of Microsoft Game Studios. But it's an interesting line. And honestly, I don't think Microsoft cares. They're going to get a cut either way. And really, 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 like Colby said, they want these games on Game Pass. Um, The other thing that is part of this acquisition, and, like, there's no details on this, but you're also buying everyone who works there. And that includes people like uh, Pete Hines, but it also includes, like, Todd Howard, who has been at Bethesda for 25 years and is a genius. Um, Like, he's the only guy who gets up to talk at E3 that I think is actually worth listening to almost outside of Phil Spencer. Um, there are a lot of very smart people who have a lot of gaming history and gaming knowledge. And usually a deal like this locks them into working to the, for the company for five, six, seven, eight years. So they're buying people they're buying knowledge and they're buying, I think 2,500 employees. So like they're, they're buying a lot. Um, One of the the big things that actually did come out of this, too, was um, people wondering about what would happen to Elder Scrolls Online, which I think is really weird, because I I know a lot of people play that game, and I've never figured out why... Um, But if if you like ESO, good for you. Uh, ZeniMax Online Studio Director Matt Fuhrer said, I want to take this moment to reassure the entire Elder Scrolls Online community that ESO will continue to be supported exactly as it was, and we fully expect it to keep growing and thriving on each of the platforms that are currently supported. So if you're a PlayStation gamer and you play ESO, nothing to worry about. And like Dylan said... Fallout New Vegas 2 is now, or Colby said, one of these people said, someone else besides me said, that Fallout, Fallout New Vegas, which a lot of people argue is actually the best of the Fallout games, is now possible with uh, Microsoft yeah. owning both uh, Obsidian and Bethesda.
1: Maybe they can make that uh, Fallout, uh, like, massively multiplayer game that they were going to do that I think turned into New Vegas? Yeah. Or, no, it turned into 3, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. That was so. the thing yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. They got all those people now. They can just make that work. Oh,
0: anyway, it, that is... It, it's kind of weird to say in a year where two new video game systems are being released that this will probably be the biggest news of 2020 from a video game standpoint, but I don't know if that's hyperbole to say. Like, that is a, a massive, massive, massive deal. So, good for Microsoft, and their are billions and billions and billions of dollars.
1: <laughs> they're almost a trillion dollars. Oh,
0: yikes. Um... In other video game news, PlayStation finally got their stuff together and actually, well, actually saying they got their stuff together would would be a lie. Uh, right after, I want to say, I think it happened right like the day after our our 200th episode podcast. So we didn't talk about this last week. So this is kind of a bit old news by now. But Sony did a big press conference and, and came out and said, hey, the PlayStation 5 is going to cost $500. The all digital PS5 is going to be $400. And uh, they're coming out November 12th. So, what, two days after the Xbox? Is that right? I think the, the Xbox yeah. is November 10th. So, everything coming. We, the only thing that surprised me about this is the price of the all-digital PS5, just because that means that they're losing... I mean, I guess maybe maybe they're making some profit on that, but the, the difference in cost between making a PlayStation and an all-digital PlayStation is $20. So, to price it $100 cheaper is... Either, either those both cost $400 to make... Um, or they're losing money on every single one of those digital consoles. And, and from what I've seen, they did not make a lot of them. So maybe that's why, (laughs) um, They've confirmed that uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales will be a PS5 launch game. Demon's Souls is going to be a PS5 launch game. Interestingly enough, for a company that has really poo-pooed backwards compatibility and playing games on old systems, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is also going to be available on the PS4. And, of course, gamers were mad because gamers are dumb. (sighs) How dare you play the game. How dare you let me play a game on a system that I already own, so I don't have to pay $500 for a new system? You monster. Uh, it's... It, I, don't I don't either. It's a computer. Why <laughs> <It'll> be, <laughs> Why do I need a new
2: computer to play this it'll game? It'll be
0: fine. Uh, PlayStation 5 games have been announced to cost $70 at launch if they are first party, which I don't think anyone's surprised about when game started. I think EA kind of jumped that first and said their stuff was going to be $70. Sony followed. So, interestingly enough, Ubisoft has not. They are still saying their games will cost 60. So,
2: I think it's fascinating that this news is like Microsoft's like, "We're going to give you all the best games ever." <laughs> and Sony's for like free. $10. And Sony's more. like, "We're going to make you Pay more money, (laughs) like they're literally the opposite takes. Like we're gonna completely change our model of how we give people games because it makes more sense, and ultimately you probably make more money. Yeah, Um, and they're like, well, we're just gonna charge you more
0: money. I tell you, man, Xbox is currently like things change, the most gamer friendly video game company on the planet they make sony look stupid every single week uh, playstation 5 will be compatible with 99 of ps4 games according to president jim ryan and that is as far backward as they go because it will not play ps3 games ps2 games or ps1 games <laughs> um, and then their announcement was over and even though like what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? If you remember, we talked about this, where a bunch of people started lining up at stores to buy PlayStations, and Sony was like, no. Like, Sony sat down at an interview with Jeff Keighley and said, don't worry, we will let you know when pre-orders are gonna go live. We'll give you time, we're gonna give you notice. And then that thing ended, and they're like, oh, now, go. Um, (laughs) And is the appropriate uh, word for how PS5 pre-orders went um again we don't we don't say this very often but sony keeps making us do it is it a shit show is that is that the correct word yep yeah um they went live on like walmart and amazon and sold out immediately and then the next day some other ones went up and it was like it was chaos
1: how much of that is sony just being like hey it's there and like retailers and stuff also not being prepared for this so i like they should have been
0: so we'll, we'll talk about xbox a little bit later i actually i'm putting them into troll corner for this because it affected me directly and i'm angry um <laughs> that's the power i have um someone on twitter posted this and i think this actually makes a lot of sense is that concert ticket sales are often extremely broken and yeah. nobody ever blames the band. And I think this is kind of a similar situation where yeah, it was it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. I think that actually a bunch of places broke street date on that day to push things out. Um I, like I, that's just my opinion. Um yeah, I don't I don't blame Sony for this really as much as I do retailers having not figured out how to do this and it's there are ways to fix this problem. We're going to talk more about that later because Vinny actually asked that exact question or something similar to it. Um, I don't think it's Sony's fault. I think it's... I
1: would know that if I read the show. Yeah,
0: I think it's actually... I think it's retailers' fault, so... But it was bad. It was really, really, really bad. So bad that Sony actually apologized on Twitter. Uh, Quote, let's be honest. PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details, and more PS5s will be available through the end of the year, so you don't have one yet um i don't think that this is like oh gosh you're out until next year i think that there will be opportunities to buy more playstations um i think unfortunately what you're gonna have a hard time doing though is walking into a store and getting one um gamestop i heard through various sources only had two or three per store so that's
1: rough that's really rough so I've heard with GameStop, I've heard that they have more, and sometimes they're putting them in bundles. Oh, um, huh. also, Thanks, c- yeah. Also, GameStop did not order as many um, uh, the ones that the digital ones. Yeah. Um, mostly because those kind of hurt GameStop.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed at this point that uh, GameStop has enough money to pre-order anything let's be honest. I, I wouldn't
1: like i don't know if i'd buy one from gamestop just because i'm not sure if they'll exist by november like, 12th I yeah i agree it's it's one of those goes things
2: under the day before <laughs>
1: they've they've managed to keep in business for a lot longer than i assume they would but i also think this is just one of those days we're gonna wake up and it's gonna be like oh, gamestop went under <laughs> sizzler this week man rip
0: um, Amazon is... Sizzler, Sizzler's they, they They filed for bankruptcy. They're still open, and my God, their Twitter like, media... I haven't had the salad bar yet. Yeah, their social media... It's open right now, Dylan. You could go to Tuckwell oh, and man. die I, I passed a,
1: one getting dinner tonight, yeah. and it was open, and they were really telling us that salad bar was fine, and no, it, it is, is not. not. <laughs> don't do that. Do not do that. Uh, Sizzler is not worth dying for. I'll
0: be honest. I don't know if Sizzler's salad bar is safe Like, in non-pandemic times. (laughs) Anyway, Amazon is warning customers already who ordered the PlayStation that it might not be able to deliver PlayStation systems in time for its November 12th launch. Um, A bunch of customers have already received warnings that, hey, it's going to be November-ish. Like, what do you need at November 12th? I mean... It, we're gonna get close, and that's good enough. You'll you'll deal with it. Um, it's actually like the same problem they had with the Switch. Like I, it was great when I ordered my Switch and I had a Switch and no games to play on it because my Breath of the Wild did not come that day. Anyway, um, it uh, man, I, I screwed up our notes. This is not great. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to Microsoft in a second. Um, the best part of this actually was probably Microsoft posting on social media like, "Hey, guess what, guys." Our pre-sales are going live on September 21st at exactly 8. You're welcome. Um, Other Microsoft news that I apparently pasted in the wrong parts of our show notes, I apologize, um, is that apparently Microsoft is not done buying studios. Um, Right now it's rumored they're buying Sega. They have said that is not true. Um, We'll see. Um, but Microsoft CEO, uh, Satya Nadella said that you can't wake up one day and say, let's build a game studio. He said the idea of having content. So is so we can reach, uh, additional communities. They are still looking for acquisition targets. Uh, Phil Spencer also said in that same interview, content is just the incredible ingredient to our platform that we continue to invest in. This doubles the size of our creative organization. So I would not, I mean, I'll be honest. I still think the Bungie purchase is a possibility They're in the same city. They've already owned each other before. Um, And Destiny is a great product. So I would not be shocked if Bungie happens. Um, Sega would be amazing. So
1: so here's the thing that I think about that is, can you look at what has been on Game Pass and maybe draw things from there? Yeah. Because every single, like Doom, Wolfenstein, all those were on Game Pass. True. It's true. Um, Destiny is now on Game Pass. Also true. Yeah. I don't know. I uh,
2: But wait, you can play, you can if you get Stadia, you can play you can play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like to
1: think I, on Stadia it's just Destiny 1. They haven't made it to <laughs> Destiny 2 yet. They're like we're working on it, guys.
0: Um I actually think there's a couple of
1: Q2 of 2021, we promise.
0: I think uh there's actually a couple of indie studios that uh could possibly end up getting bought by them too um, the folks who make descenders are you familiar with them that that uh, like downhill yeah. light, mountain biking game are huge uh, game pass boosters and like pick out kick out games pretty fast too like descenders came out last year and they've already released another game um they are an indie studio that I would not be shocked if they get snapped up by game pass I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that's uh, their next play is buying half a dozen small Indies that are successful. So we will see. Um, another thing that kind of came out of that Sony announcement is they they announced this thing called PlayStation, the PlayStation Plus collection, which first of all sounds like an upscale mall. Um, yes, but uh, it apparently is actually going to be their like I don't want to say Game Pass competitor, but their Game Pass competitor, I guess. So they already obviously have PlayStation Plus, which is, or not, I'm sorry, PlayStation, PlayStation now, now, which is their their Game Pass competitor. Um, but it doesn't really get the, like, first of all, I think Sony's just bad at, like, doing PR with it. Like, Xbox is, like, beating you over the head with Game Pass every chance you get. PlayStation Now, I sometimes forget it exists. Mm-hmm. Um and even their, like, more recent attempts to make that a little bit different by doing the, like, hey, every month we release three high-profile games for three months or six months. I think it's three months. I think it's three. And then they go away. Like, even that hasn't really, I don't think, moved the dial a whole bunch. But And, and again, it's because they don't do a very good job of even advertising
1: those. So, yeah. So... Um, I think, I think on that, I think the problem is is PlayStation got into the game late and is still... Though, I mean, not really. I think that... Because I think it's it actually before Game Pass, Oh, yeah. Maybe? A long
0: time before Game Pass. Yeah. I think the problem think is it was they, streaming, and the stream, streaming wasn't uh, great.
1: No, was it streaming? Yeah. yeah, it was streaming, and I think that Game Pass came in and just kind of like, oh, this is how we do it, and they didn't... Necessarily to steal that model. Uh huh. Yeah. And so now they're trying to play catch up and it's not necessarily going as well as maybe it should be. Yeah.
0: And and so instead of doing what I think would be the smart thing and saying all of our first party games are going to be free on PlayStation
1: now, they actually. This. what they. I mean, even just do it six months afterwards. Yeah. Like, or, you know, something. Like, don't. You don't have to do it day and date. Just do a couple months after. You don't have to, but I think day and date has a big it, impact.
0: Um, it's, it does. It's people want to play those games the day they come out and saying, oh, well, I'll play it free in six months is for the stereotypical PlayStation gamer, I think... Uh, just not how they they work. Um,
1: but I wonder if you did it six months afterwards, if that would be better than like not doing it at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, but either way, this week they actually very specifically said they will not be doing that. That they spend a ton of money on games and that making those games, spending 150 million dollars on a game and then giving it away for free is not e- economically viable for Sony, and, which is probably true. And
1: yeah, well, that's that's why Microsoft can yeah. do it. They have the just I don't money. think,
0: though, that Microsoft is losing money doing it. I think that it, what they're doing is very smart. They're buying studios. They're not spending $150 million on a game. No.
1: Um, did they pro- I mean, they like Crackdown and stuff, but Crackdown did. not But I don't think it's 150 million. Much. Like I think no, that's no. you know,
0: they even like Sea of Thieves, which is a a or, or even more appropriately, I don't think they're coming out of the gate at 150 million dollars. So yeah. I, they just have a different philosophy. But either way, um, the PlayStation Plus collection is going to be a. A bunch of games that get dumped on this on november 12th with the ps5 release and it's big stuff it's god of war it's bloodborne it's monster hunter world it's final fantasy 15 it's fallout 4 maybe i i'm not sure that will actually be available there we'll see
1: but but the thing is except for god of war these are all a couple know, years bloodborne. old yeah yeah, um, like, I mean... But they're big games. Monster Hunter World has been on Game Pass yeah. for a while now. Fallout 4 has been is. on Game Pass. Final yeah. Fantasy
0: 15 is on Game Pass. Um, yeah. M- Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, which, again, is like a three- or four-year-old game. Ratchet & Clank is a three- or four-year-old game. Days Gone, which is new, so that's... that's
1: Well, it's a year-old year game old. that didn't do very yeah. well.
0: Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, um, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, the first I mean, one... That- Persona 5 and Resident Evil 7, which is already out, actually, I think, on that. Um, It's on Game Pass already, so. Yeah, Battlefield 1 was a Games with Gold game. Yeah, so, like, like, I see what they're trying to do, Um, and, like, I'm sure there will be people who subscribe to this service for this, but I think the problem is, is this gets people to subscribe to your service for three months and pay 30 bucks and plow through 15 games. This doesn't get people to stay with your service. I mean, the thing
1: is, though, I don't even know if that's true. Like, literally, one of these games is a PS3 game.
0: Well, I think if you if you are not already like, let's say you're buying a PlayStation 5, um, I my I would bet a PlayStation 5 comes with a. 10-day trial or a two-week trial or a 30-day trial of this service you get on you go oh hey i don't have any games for this system and some of these are great i'll buy this i'll I'll buy a third three month subscription of this and play through all these games but if they don't get more of these games like in april
1: yeah now you're just playing ps4 games
0: so i don't know or like i said PS3 games. The Last of Us a is PS3 a PS3 game. A g- I, it's probably the HD uh, remaster. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I, I'm 100% sure it is, but like I said, like, none of these games... Like I said, God of War is pretty cool. Bloodborne, I people love that. I don't get, I don't it, get it, but whatever. But, like, other than that, I mean, Days Gone would be kind of fun, but a lot of these are just... It's three and four year old games. Yeah. yeah it's, you know? it's,
0: and, it's not... This is not what's going to get me. Be- I love those
1: types of games. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, those are the kinds of games I'm playing on, like, Game Pass, but, like, It's just not exciting.
0: No, it's this is not like I said, this is not what's going to get people to subscribe to PlayStation now like people subscribe to Game Pass. This is not going to give I mean, I guess even just to put this in perspective. I I ran across this because I go looking for news. It wasn't like this was everywhere. Like I didn't see this on Twitter. You know, I didn't see this like I follow a lot of places that should have had
1: this front and center and it did not get front and center. The only reason I even kind of know about this is because I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned that the only one they mentioned out of this entire list was God of War, that you would be able to play it on that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So uh, I don't know. It's it's it's
0: not what they need to do, but I guess it's what they can do. So. All right. Should we talk about TikTok? Sure. And the talking. yeah, right. Yeah. Um and, and this is actually not specifically about TikTok, but I guess if if you're not up on the 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 TikTok news, uh the federal government actually banned TikTok. Um probably illegally, but that's neither here nor there. Um but they said, hey, you know, it was already delisted from the app stores, and I think on October 12th it was no longer going to be available in the United States if um, somebody in the United States didn't purchase it. Um, Originally that was going to be Microsoft, they turned down that offer. Instead it's being purchased by Oracle. Um
1: I just turned into the Obi-Wan Kenobi of like, there's a name I haven't heard in a long time. If
0: you're not super into enterprise databases, that's probably not a word you're super familiar with. They make the Oracle database. They also own...
1: Were they based out of Utah for a while? They were
0: not. They did have an office there. They're based out of California. Um, They also own the MySQL database that runs about, I don't know, 50% of the internet. And uh, they also own Java, which makes the internet run terribly. So the coffee, yeah, yeah, they own. No, the country, Java, the <laughs> island. Um, so, but now they also own TikTok. I think it's actually a, a like a group thing. I wish I could remember who the other company is. It's between, it's like Oracle, and they're partnered with someone else. Super weird. I don't, I don't know. But that's actually not why we're talking about this. Um, when the government started looking into uh, TikTok it was specifically because the company that owns them um, is based out of China. And so they were very uh, worried about a Chinese company having a bunch of user data and, um, I guess I like whatever I don't I don't understand it but but whatever I have an alternate theory but I'll keep it to yeah. myself <laughs> it's it's not a great story but whatever um, but at the time people were really concerned because um, Tencent which is a huge Chinese company it owns a bunch of United you know, States gaming company including um, uh, Riot right. Games Epic Games and like owns portions of dozens of the companies and so when this TikTok thing broke they were very clear like don't worry we're only looking at TikTok and WeChat like those are the only things we're worried about Um, apparently they were lying and the government is now investigating uh, specifically Epic Games and, um, and Riot so like be worried about a world where the video games you play can be controlled by your government i think is is the long and
1: short of it 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 is i don't see how that could ever It be a is problem.
0: entirely plausible depending on how the next few months go that epic could be forced to divest all of their or or that tencent could be forced to divest all of their ownership in Riot Games. They own 40% of uh, Epic. So Epic could lose, have to essentially buy back, most likely. Uh, 40% of their shares of their company, I think they're valued at $60 billion, I want to say. And that $60 billion is a lot of the reason that Epic can do things like you know, have an Epic store where developers only pay 12%. Um, It's why they can give away free games. It's why they can say, hey, if, you know, I mean, I don't agree necessarily with what they're doing with Google and Apple right now, um, but it's why they can say, hey, if you buy V-Bucks directly from us, they're going to be, you know, 12% cheaper. That The money that they... Their investments make are the reasons they can do things like that. And if they were forced to buy those back, I'm not saying they wouldn't be able to sell them again, but like that's a, that's a, that's not great. It's really, it's really not great. So I don't know. Vote, I guess. I, I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> it sounds like this is TikTok's fault. If they wouldn't have come in here with their silly dances and got the attention,
1: I blame, we'd yours. all be
2: happily be playing our video games.
0: Right I now. I scrolled down far enough <laughs> in this article I was reading to find out that it's a it is a joint Oracle Walmart group that is going to own TikTok. Of course. <laughs> Why not? Anyway, um there's no good news here. It's Microsoft owns Bethesda now. Try and ignore everything else. Just go play your Game Pass games. You'll be fine. Um I'm trying to remember lyrics to the decline by No Effects off the top of my head, and it's not going well, but go listen to that song. It's 17 minutes long, but you'll love it. Dylan, it's your turn again. Hey, yo, Vinny, you got a long question for it's us. Very long. This is a paragraph, yo. Uh, okay, so Vinny says Over the past week, we have shown. Oh, wow, sorry. I'm going to start this over. So, over the past week, we have had the orders slash pre orders of the PlayStation 5, shit show, NVIDIA 3080 GPU shit show and the xbox series x s seemingly a shit show breaking in real time um this was he got this to me on probably monday or tuesday it was a shit show how is it that in 2020 we're still struggling to get these big pre-orders out the door in a timely fashion to people that actually want them ps5 released at a random time when no one's expecting it the nvidia 3080 gpu got grabbed by a bunch of the bots to the point that at 859 it said it was coming soon and at 9 it said it was out of stock and the Xbox Series X, with the planned time of 11 a.m. Eastern Time, has numerous sites crashing, issues checking out, etc. What do you think can be done to fix this pre-order debacle, and especially how to prevent bots from nabbing up consoles? Cage match. pack lottery. Right? So so I guess here's the thing. There, there are probably multiple problems here. Um, one is that we as consumers um, assume that stores care about our feelings um, over selling out all of their stock.
1: That's a lie. (laughs) Target does not care if one person spends $100,000 buying every single Xbox Uh, or if, you know, I don't know, 100 people spend $100,000 buying Xboxes. It's all the same to them.
2: Nor is this important enough for them to sh- to completely change what infrastructure they might yeah. have to support like a once every five years selling a
0: large number of brand new consoles yes. there are absolutely ways to fix this um, Packs has fixed this problem. When tickets go on sale, you go in and you get in a line and that line is randomly draws people out and puts you into a cart. You have 10 minutes to finish your purchase and if you don't finish your purchase, those things go back into the line and the next person's drawn. A lot of concerts do the same thing.
2: It's the only way things should be done. They prevent
0: you from buying a hundred of them. It prevents bots from buying a hundred of them. One max. Yeah, It's not it's not something that can't be fixed. It's something that they don't want to fix, and they don't want to fix it because a they don't care, and and, and it doesn't matter like how much they apologize and how much whatever they don't care. Um,
2: they already so- they sold they all their sold th- all their, th- their stuff. They don't. <laughs> the goal care. is complete. Like it's- you know,
0: and if those people end up with a hundred of those and aren't able to resell them on eBay, Target does not care. They got their money. Um, the only yeah. thing Target really cares about probably is the people that bought two and are going to cancel one. But they also know right. they're going to sell that one to the people that got screwed out of the initial order. So they don't care. And like Dylan said, they're never going to invest in the infrastructure to care. They just aren't. Right. And I mean,
2: it doesn't really make sense, really. Like, but if someone came in and be like, "Hey, we could do this queue for you," they might be like. Hey, okay. Yeah, but are they going to spend that's, maybe that's $10 million, million dollars on it? Yeah, uh, they're not going to spend money on you it because they, they
0: they're not theirs. selling
2: more. <laughs> in, investing in that doesn't mean they're going to sell any more consoles because they're only getting so many. Yeah. It's not like they get an infinite supply, so they have a limited supply. So why would they're just losing money yeah. at that point to spend money to sell the same amount of consoles? Yeah. So. so can
0: it be fixed? Absolutely. Are they going to fix it? Mm. Probably not. Um, you know, cause I mean, I think the thing is, is like what it takes to fix it too is, is tons of money. Like it, it, it inv- makes it so you have to invest in things like masses amounts of server infrastructure to handle a half million people come into your website at once. Like that costs money. And that means that what you have to do is you buy a bunch of virtual servers and you spin them up as, as demand increases and you spin them down as it goes away. But for every second that server's on, it costs you money. So instead, if you could just make a bunch of people sit around and virtually do that by hitting F five for an hour and a half, they're going to do that every time. If, if a bot can get through that process in five seconds and buy a thousand of them, they're going to do that every time. Because the thing is, is Everyone's looking at that and going, like, oh PlayStation 5, shit show. 3080, shit show. And yeah, there are people that are saying, hey, Newegg, that seems like maybe things weren't on the up and up. But like the what will get remembered is the PlayStation 5 launch was bad. The Xbox was bad. Not that, hey, I think Walmart did a bad job of that. So I don't think it's gonna get better. I just I just don't. And it's a bummer because like it 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 should I be think, so easy to fix. It should be so easy to fix. Well, but
2: the good news is I can play all the games on the system. Oh thank have. God, right? Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All
0: right, next question from Megan. She she actually put in two. Uh, This the ones from a a while ago, but I liked it. The last TV show you watched is now getting a crossover with the last video game you played. What is the unholy abomination that has just been created? This is actually from uh, Jaffa Cree Jess uh, on. uh, Oh, I'm sorry, Jewel at Jewel Knight Jess on Twitter. So she's she's sending in someone else's question. What is the last TV show and the last video game you played, Dylan?
2: Um, probably Star Trek, Ooh. The Next Generation, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Which I like this idea because I feel like the Star Trek people would go to this video game world in which their feet are strapped to a skateboard yeah. because you cannot get off your skateboard in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I like it.
0: It's like a holodeck thing?
2: Yeah, and then they have to like they have to complete challenges to go home. So is
0: it called Star Trek... Let's see, so Tony Hawk Pro Skater Is it Star Trek colon Pro Pro Skater, skater, or is it Tony Hawk (laughs) colon The Next Generation? Yeah. Could go either way. I don't know.
1: Cole, how about you? Colby's yawning. Uh, Toy Box Turbo (laughs) mixed with Raised by Wolves, which I don't even know how that works out. Is Raised by Wolves a softcore porno? No, it's a uh, sci-fi show done by Ridley Scott on HBO. Oh, yeah,
0: I actually heard you guys talking
1: about that. That looked good. I just don't know how you mix anything with a miniature racing game. (laughs) Well, uh, what's Raised by Wolves about? About, uh, it's way too... Uh, and now difficult. there's a race yeah like yeah see that's <laughs> nothing that you can go like oh well, i can understand how you'd fit in a miniature race in that
0: all right that's fair
1: um
0: so when this question was originally asked my answer was outlander and uh divinity original sin 2 which actually would have been fine Outlander's like a time traveling te- like so it's about a lady who ends up accidentally traveling back to like 1770s scotland um and so it would have worked because like divinity original sin like you add some like dudes in kilton to it like there's some magic already it would have worked fine um when was this
1: originally asked you know um last yeah probably probably a week ago so mine probably would have been Lovecraft Country and um, Hyperspace Outlaw. That
0: would have been an amazing. I would. I would absolutely that, play. That would actually watch work that. out pretty yeah. well. Um, my answer now actually is um, the Spanish Princess, which is um, I've only watched one episode of it. I'm not sure I'm going to watch more. It, it, it's okay. It's a it's a show on stars about um, the, the the princess of Spain who comes over to England to marry King Arthur. Um,
1: of the Britons, I'm, I'm just gonna say, like the second you said it was on Stars, I'm like, well, there's your problem. That's why it's not very. <laughs> there's good.
0: actually some good stuff on Stars, though. Um, American Gods is on there too, and
1: Outlanders on Stars, which
0: I really, really like. American Gods is okay. Yeah, I, I we watched the first episode that my wife did not care for it, so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um,
1: the only good thing that Stars ever did was uh, Spartacus, blood and boobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. Was a good show. Um, but anyways, I'm having to mix this Spanish princess show with um, Hades now. I <laughs> which is gonna be real weird I don't know there's there's a Spanish princess trying to escape from the underworld it, it, it could work I guess she did not seem very tough though I'll be honest although on the like picture that loads when you do it she does have a sword so maybe she could pull it off uh Megan's other question is with Microsoft buying Bethesda do you think games like Fallout and Elder Scrolls will become exclusives early releases with titles going to Sony at a later date or just more pricey for Sony to put on the PlayStation platform and I actually meant to like not answer that earlier but I did anyway I think personally that they are going to be day and date on Game Pass. They will probably either be... It's a possibility that they will be Xbox exclusive for three months, but I don't think Xbox gains anything by that. I think they will be $70 on the PlayStation and they will be free on Game Pass on the same day yeah. for the most part, for their AAA
1: releases. Like They did buy a couple of yeah. indie
0: studios. Those ones may be Xbox exclusives.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I figured too. I think one, I think you would... You would anger a lot of gamers if you went like, "Hey, Fallout's now uh, yeah. Xbox exclusive." Um, I think that I mean, like, I don't know if they care about that, but I think that that would actually I th- not make people happy. I think they
0: have everything to lose by doing that and gaining nothing. Yeah. Um, and yep. you know, like someone actually pointed out um, that, like, a public company, um, part of their part of their like they're essentially required by law by required to maximize value for their shareholders. Um, yeah. Which makes you kind of wonder, like that means that Sony actually has a line somewhere that, you know, somewhere they've done the research and shown that they actually make more money by having an exclusive game than by not having an exclusive game. But that's, that's essentially part of what you have to do as a public corporation is you have to yeah. maximize your value for your shareholders. And it would be, I, I think they would have a very hard time proving that putting a game out for free on Game Pass and not releasing it on the PlayStation would maximize the value for their shareholders. So yep. I think I think I think they're going to be on the PlayStation. You're just going to pay for them. Um, and I mean, at seventy bucks a pop, like you don't have to buy too many games to get to the price of an Xbox One S. Like you don't have to buy that many games to get to an Xbox Series X. To be honest, but. I don't know. Maybe like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like this is not like to me this acquisition. Like I, I already thought that Game Pass was the reason you owned an Xbox um or played on a PC, like whatever. Like we said they don't care. But like this to me is like you can't ignore this. Like unless you hate all the games that they own and like there's a lot of different games that they own now. Like unless you hate all of those, how can you not own a PlayStation or how can you not own an Xbox or or a PC? So I don't know. Uh, Eddie Weapon Man wants to know, what video game character has the best grade A five-star hair that you could rock? Um,
2: Who's that guy in Street Fighter?
0: I, we're going to need a lot more than that. I think Guile, maybe? Guile. Yeah, yes, yeah. that one. Dylan is a step away from having Guile hair. Um, Colby and I, I think, have or, uh, to rock, what's his name from Hitman's hair? Uh,
2: <laughs> Agent 47. <laughs> like, how about a... Uh, The guy from Tekken.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or I could be like... uh, With the... Yeah, yeah. I could probably pull that off. Like, if I was to get... Like, if I could have... If I could have hair and then have somebody's hair, um, (laughs) do you think I could pull off Cloud? No. No.
1: Bummer. Um, (laughs) You could pull off, like, Eggman from Sonic. (laughs)
0: 3 um who else has got super cool video game hair uh
2: bayonetta oh she probably has the best hair it's more than just hair the
0: best hair i am naked right now i'm only wearing my hair yeah i'm sorry for every that's hot no it's not it's absolutely <laughs> not like do you know how much hair i have to have to cover this it's uh, it's so thick dylan more than you it's have So thick. <laughs> <laughs> all right cheap free games I've already got hair covering everything. <laughs> That's, so a That's a good point. That's uh, a good point. Epic Game Store this week is giving away Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition, which, like, I don't know about Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 specifically, but the Roller Coaster Tycoon games are are fun. They're very good. And this one has been, um, like... I don't, it's not like digitally remastered, but I think it's been up You can play it in like widescreen. It does include both of their uh, expansions for this too. So it's free. Like you can't complain too much. And, and the Roller Coaster Tycoon games are a lot of fun. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. Um... Let's see. Destiny is available now, so if you Woo. have not grabbed Destiny, that is available now. Um, features crossplay, so you can play with all your buds. Well, it has all the DLC. Has all it? the DLC through now, I believe. So not yeah. not a bad deal. Destiny's good. Like I, I know that people complain about Destiny and whatever, but like literally, download Destiny. And just play the campaign. Like, the campaign is super good. Don't ever... I've never done a raid. I mean, we've tried a few times, but I've never completed a raid. Right. And that game's still great. I bought the first one and yeah. the second one. They're super fun. So, like, go go get it. It's good. Um, September 17th. That was, like, I don't know, a week ago. Company of Heroes 2 came out on the PC and on, let's see, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So that is on PC and Xbox. Um coming out yesterday Halo 3 ODST on September 22nd Xbox Game Pass for PC and Game Pass Ultimate so that is also on the Xbox what's what's up with the Android so this is the most clever bit of Xbox marketing that I have seen lately every new Game Pass game is coming out on PC I mean not all of them, but they are all listed as coming out on PC or Xbox or both, but also as coming out on Android, because you can stream them for free Streaming via yep. XCloud. And like that to me is like first of all, a big middle finger to Apple, but is also a great way of saying, like, hey, you don't have an Xbox, you don't have a PC, but you want to play video games on your Android, just give us fifteen bucks a month and you're in. It's it's really smart. Yeah. They started doing it about a week ago, and I think that is really smart. Uh, Like I said, Xbox, or Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, and Forsaken is out uh, as of yesterday, so that's been out for a couple days. Um, Night in the Woods actually comes out on the day that this, uh, yeah, good job buying that a little while ago, Cole.
1: Uh, I've got it, like, for seven bucks, I'm not too... Night in
0: the Woods is probably in my top five favorite games of all time. It is very, very good. It's... Like it's probably not for everyone. It's like a leftist adventure through like the Rust Belt. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but it's really fun. Um, I I really liked that game. Like my only complaint about it is like it's a little bit too long. It's like twelve hours, and it probably could have been six or eight. But whatever. Um, really, really good game. I highly recommend you try that. That'll be available the day this comes out on. Android, Xbox, Game Pass for console, and PC. Uh and Warhammer Vermintide 2 is coming back to Game Pass. It's been on Game Pass and it left and now it's back. Do
1: you remember how hard that game uh, was? Like, I, I, I do. <laughs> were we doing something wrong? I think we were doing something
0: wrong because I've talked to other people. They're like, oh yeah, I played Vermintide 2. I'm like, was it the hardest game you've ever played? <laughs> because I played it with three other people who are very good gamers. I played it with you and like and we just got wiped time after time we tried for two hours and we did not beat the first level we didn't even get close to beating the first level so i assume that we did something very very wrong but were there not enough colons in i don't game? know man but I, like people seem to like the vermintide 2 it's coming out september 24th on android game pass for console and game pass ultimate so i don't know go try it i guess um rocket league is free as of today so uh I now look back at the numerous times that I've purchased Rocket League and go, oh, but that's okay. Hey,
2: you buy buy five, you get one free. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is it free on, like, every system? It is. It's free everywhere. So on the PC, it's through Epic, through Xbox. I actually got a Game Pass (laughs) notification um, not that long ago that said, oh, I don't know if I can still pull that up. But, like, I. Oh, yeah. So, thanks for playing Rocket League. The game is no longer available through Xbox Game Pass, but it is now free to play. Select uh, below to get it from the store for free to continue your journey and enjoy. Um, that also means that crossplay is uh, live as of today. So, I think you just. Uh, you go and red. You have to have an Epic account, I think, for that to work. And then you choose which one of your systems you want to be your master. So, like for me, I've got I don't know five or six hundred hours on Xbox, so it probably makes sense to make that my master account. And then everything I do going forward, regardless of where I do it, will go to increase that one. So uh go play if you've not i mean geez if you've not played rocket league by now after years and years and years of me telling you go play rocket league go play rocket league it's super it was technically a ps3 game as well such a good game such a good game uh on humble bundle right now they actually have kind of a fun bundle called the you can pet the dog bundle which i enjoy (laughs) um did that one Twitter account be like, <gasps> <gasps> I know, right? <laughs> I actually really like that Twitter account. So, for a buck, you can get Scribble Knots Unlimited, Beyond Eyes, uh, Dog Sled Saga, which uh, that might be all right. Um, And Bold Boy for a little less than 5 bucks, you can get Shenmue 1 and 2, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, which was on the Epic Store last week, which was a a really fun game. And Death's Gambit for $12 or more, you can get uh, Blair Witch, which was not a great game. I would not really recommend paying the $12. But, like, the $5 $5 tier is pretty good on that one. So go to uh, Humble Bundle and grab that. Um, Untitled Goose Game. Today, so this is hmm. gonna be yesterday for everyone else, but this is this is today for us uh, got the free two player upgrade. So now you can play with two gooses. If you've not seen um like any of the videos, they first of all have different honks, which I enjoy quite a bit. They have different ribbons um and one of them has that little like bulb on their nose so you can tell like which is the other goose. Um as soon as we're done recording this podcast, Brooke and I are going to play through Untitled Goose game again together because it's maybe the greatest Should game I, I, get I played Amy this year to
1: play her first game since Frogger. <laughs> you
0: absolutely... But the thing is, is like, Until Goose Game actually has a pretty low barrier to entry. Like, it's a good yeah. game. I really... I, that game is so good. I love that game a lot. Uh, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, is now free to play forever. Um, that's actually a really good game. I played all the way through Episode 1. Um, I, I would really... I mean, like, unfortunately, there are five of them. So, <laughs> like, you're going to have to buy the other ones. But, uh, it's a, it's a really good game. So, you know, if, if you like those kind of narrative um, storytelling kind of things, it's available for free on Steam um, as well as PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That, that game's really good. And they've been kind of in and out of Game Pass, so I wouldn't be shocked if, if eventually those come back there. But give Life is Strange 2 Episode 1 a good, good chance. Um, it actually starts out being set in Seattle, which is kind of fun. Uh, finally uh, SNES, NES online, uh, for September. I know we're like 90% of the way through September. Uh, but, uh, like again, they just do a really bad job of like PRing these things. Like I look every week. I just, you know, whatever. Uh, you can get Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest on the Nintendo Switch if you have online and do that. Uh, it looks like you can also get, uh mario super picross and the peacekeepers and uh the nes's cat special cybernetic attack team so um ignore those other three i don't know is mario super picross i don't know anything about that do you guys know anything about that that doesn't even ring a bell for me I don't it looks know. like a puzzle like game scat. maybe oh geez yeah that's not great <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh diddy kong was a pretty fun game though so maybe maybe go grab a copy of that finally
1: was diddy kong a fun game? i don't know
0: like the donkey kong games oh, this are, is diddy kong country two. Two, isn't yeah it? The, the donkey kong yeah, game, I don't know. games are all good enough so mm, they're solid. yeah they're fine uh troll corner this week i like i said earlier i'm going to viciously throw xbox i don't know like and then i went on this big thing that it's not like their fault it's the retailer's <laughs> fault i don't know um I'm just
1: saying you could have been looking at ducks like I was. Yeah, quite.
0: so uh, Microsoft really did. They did a pretty good job of of leading up to their, their pre-sale. They gave people plenty of time. It happened at 8 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock on uh, Easter on Sunday. Or I'm sorry, on Tuesday. My problem wasn't how the pre-sale went because like, the pre-sale was going to be, as we've said, a shit show. Like, there was no way that it wasn't going to be. Um, what I found very disappointing from my very particular perspective and and actually the same perspective of a lot of people that I've talked to on Twitter is that a year ago, Microsoft came out and said, Hey, if you want an Xbox series X, like the best way to get one is to become part of Xbox all access. And what will happen is you pay us 35 bucks a month for, 12 months. And as long as you keep making payments, um, well, and for that $35, we're going to send you a Xbox one X and give you two years of game pass ultimate. Um, and then as long, once you've made 12 payments, as long as you make those 12 payments, as long as you're current, you can upgrade your Xbox one X to an Xbox series X. And I was like, dude, that is such a good deal. Like, it gives me a, a fourth Xbox to have in my house because everyone needs at least four. Um, it gives me a bunch of years of Game Pass. And then it's going to be so easy for me to get an Xbox Series X. I'm not going to have to come out of, you know, $500 out of pocket. I'm not going to have to do any of that. I'm just going to be able to trade, right? And so as we got closer and closer to the the pre-sale date, I'm like, how do, how do I trade this in? I just want to, I want to trade this in for my new Xbox. And, and I think my, my, Thoughts and everyone else's I've talked to thoughts was what was going to happen was like at some point in time they were going to send me a letter and say hey you're eligible like when you get a new cell phone like you've paid off your like I I pay for my cell phone every month and every once in a while they just send me a text saying like hey you've paid off your cell phone do you want to upgrade to a new cell phone and you go to their store and you say yes. And I kind of thought that was was what's gonna happen with my Xbox, like they would say, hey, you're eligible for an upgrade, you've made your 12 payments, do you want to upgrade to the next one? And of course you do, because why would you wanna keep paying for an Xbox One X when you can get an Xbox Series X? And instead what happened is I got a letter from Amazon where I bought my, uh, my all access from and them saying, hey, we're not doing all access anymore, so you're gonna have to figure it out somewhere else. And I said, huh. And so I went to the Xbox store and they're like, hey, so the way this has worked, don't worry, it's gonna be super, super simple. Um, On the same day that everybody else and their dog is trying to go buy an Xbox, what you need to do is go buy an Xbox and do it via all access. And then once you've done that, once you've run that gauntlet, we'll send you an email and you just have to say, yes, I'd like to upgrade the one you just bought. And then we'll send you a, a container and you can ship your other one back. And I said, well that seems strange, but okay. <laughs> so Tuesday rolls around, I set an alarm, ready, ready, ready to go. I have Target's website up, have Best Buy website up, have Walmart's website up. And like Target like couldn't get through. Best Buy like was just weird like they didn't turn theirs on until like 810 for some reason I I don't know what they were doing but Walmart I'm like cool got one got one in my cart got all the way through signed in put in my you know all my stuff and got to checkout. I'm like cool where's all access there's no there's no all access checkout that's super strange like I don't want to pay for this because like you have to use all access to pay for it if you pay for it with a credit card it doesn't work. So I'm like, that's strange. And so I like kind of poke around a little bit. I try, try Best Buy again, try Target again, try the Microsoft store again. There's, there's not going in. So finally I go back to the, the like, Hey, can you tell us how this works? And they're like, okay, so click each of these to go to the retailer. And what they really didn't do a very good job of telling you is that you weren't buying an Xbox, you were buying an Xbox all access bundle. And that's a different skew than just going and buying an Xbox and as far as I can tell, no one had one. Um, like I've heard, I'm I'm sure I guarantee you, there are people that managed to buy an all access Xbox, but I've not actually found anyone who managed to do it successfully. Walmart was just broken, 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 sold out target never listed an Xbox series X bundle with all access they just say they're coming november 10th um xbox was literally like down their website was broken and then when it came up they were sold out and best buy for some reason didn't turn their bundle on until nine o'clock an hour after the things went on sale and they never had one either so like not only does that just like disappointing like i've been playing paying for this thing for almost a year now and have no way to upgrade to my my next Series X. But also what it really feels like, and again, I don't really blame Microsoft for this. I blame the stores. It really feels like the stores are like, hey, either we could get all of our money right now and, and not have to deal with this all-access yeah. thing, or, man, we could deal with all this bullshit with citizens bank and people applying for things and back and forth and like maybe if we just allocate our inventory like 98 percent to just selling things and like maybe we have to put a couple of these bundles up because we said we would and like i, I don't know if that's what happened but it's what it felt like mm-hmm. um and like it sucked but you know who it really sucked for is the people like, like me, like whatever I already have that on my credit. Like I didn't have to run my credit again, but there was a bunch of people that wanted to get in to all access that would add one to their cart, go through, do a credit check to see if they could get credit for all access and then try and buy it and it would fall out of their cart. And so they would go back in, add another one, do a credit check, get approved for the credit. And then not be able to check out. I saw a guy on Twitter who, like, checked, and his credit had 14 hard hits against it
1: and did not get an Xbox. I mean, I don't know. Is it better if you do? I mean, I guess it is better if you do get the Xbox, but it's not like, eh. So, like,
0: again, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if we blame Microsoft. I don't know if we blame the retailers. But, like, all Access is a phenomenal program, but this was a really, 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 really bad way to do it. And it just was absolutely not what I expected. Um, you know what I was doing, Cliff? Feeding ducks. Looking at you ducks. Made the, you made the right decision, call. Because neither of us got an Xbox. so Neither of us got an Xbox. Hey, I didn't I got either. Ducks. Yeah,
2: did you try? I don't even know what I was doing.
0: It's not feeding ducks, What day though. was that? Tuesday, Tuesday morning, like 8 our time, so, you know. Getting coffee, working. yeah, working. So I, guess. I don't know. Either way, I, like I'm sure I'll get an Xbox. I think I was eating donuts. Oh, I love donuts. See? I love donuts. I donuts. You were, the one, the, one. You were donuts. the
1: one who came out the loser in this one. I got donuts and I didn't. Get I did. An Xbox, I spent so an hour being pissed and refreshing here? my browser. It was. I yeah. was feeding ducks. He was eating donuts. You were just angry. Yeah. It's. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's really and none of us got no one Xbox. got an Xbox. And I, like I kind of
2: wish I was feeding ducks though. And
0: I know I will get an Pretty Xbox. Awesome. I know I will. But. I'm still not very happy, so whatever.
2: Yeah, it kind of stinks. It's like we got this really good idea, and we're kind of gonna like forget yeah, about so it. So
0: whatever. I I don't like. I said I don't know. I guess maybe that doesn't put Xbox in troll corner. Maybe it just puts pre-sales yeah. in general in troll corner. Like they all yeah. suck. Just yeah, it seems I think that it,
1: everything just kind of went downhill.
2: I think if no one thought to ask the question, like, well, do we think relying on. A third party to make sure this works for our consumers is that a problem yeah. and no one was like yeah that's a problem they're like nope should be fine and then obviously it wasn't i fine. guess the thing is, that is feels like, like that so
0: i've been to target recently i've been to best buy not super recently but i've been to best buy recently like their gaming sections are tiny like Absolutely tiny. Mm-hmm. The target by me, like right now, is so out of stock in their electronics section that it looks like they're going out of business. It's really weird. Um, yeah. I took some pictures. I'll send them because it's it's strange how low their mm-hmm. stock is. So like, why doesn't Microsoft just say, you know what, guys, like we're not like we'll send you these eventually when we have stock but we're just going to handle all the pre-sales like we're going to spend the 10 million dollars and use our you know giant azure infrastructure to sell all these right um like what's going to do say like well we're not selling xboxes then like you're barely selling xboxes now
2: right it's i honestly thought it would be something that I, never, I guess I never really asked you exactly how it worked when you did it. But, like, I thought it was something that was going to be through, like, a Microsoft store. Yeah. Like, you would have to go physically, like, exchange and, your product and or when something like that. And when first did that
0: was how it worked. Like, so, the like, th- this is right. actually the third round of All Access. The first one, yes, the entire thing happened at the Microsoft store. And then when they did it up the second time about a year ago, it was, like, nine months ago, um... It was through Amazon and like maybe other retailers, but I, Amazon was so easy that I just did it through Amazon. And so,
2: right. That sounds great. Except they decide not to do it, which doesn't really make sense. Well, like Amazon
0: didn't even put their presale up, I don't think until well after eight. So I, I don't know. I'm just. It's fine. Like it's it's not yeah. the end of the world like I'm going to get one. Like I'm I'll probably even get one close to the time they come out. And even if I don't like it's the most first world problem in the entire world. Like oh man, I couldn't get a a new game box to play. I mean there's barely even going to be like games that take advantage of the like 4k 60 prettiness of it so like, it doesn't really matter but it matters because i want one dang it
2: <laughs> well it sure, it doesn't matter except for the fact that you paid right? <laughs> for it in their super specific way to be like this is the best way yeah. to do the thing Except it's not at all. It's actually the least good way to <laughs> right? do the thing because it didn't it actually didn't do work. the thing. I'm just
0: bummed. Like it'll, like I said, it'll be fine. And I feel even just kind of dumb complaining about it. But <sighs> it is what it is. All right. I think that's all for this week. We're at like, and this Ooh, is probably another two-hour that's... podcast. So we'll go and get some pizza or something. Uh, hey, pizza's almost here. Oh, see? I should get a pizza. That's the way to do it. I had bettos. Oh, there are not words to describe how much he I miss Still Bedos. doesn't have an Xbox. I still don't have I don't have bettos. <laughs> I didn't get a breakfast burrito and I don't have an Xbox. Like life sucks. So get a pizza. I'll get pizza. Uh, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find us at bitemepodcast.com. Brand new website. It's still kind of whatever but I like I'm busy like I'll get to it Uh, on social media at facebook.com twitter.com instagram.com slash bite me podcast you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast you can join our discord and I would actually recommend joining our discord it's a lot of fun in there go to bite me podcast.com slash discord join our extra life team or support our extra life team at bite me podcast.com slash extra life (sighs) Dylan